Good morning and welcome to Breakthrough Walls. I'm Ken Walls and I'm your host. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I have a, this dude is freaking awesome. I, I don't even, like you'll see here in a second, but this guy, like when I met him, he's like, what's your address? I want to send you something. He sent me all this stuff. I'm going to show you here in a little bit. Um, but I want to welcome my buddy Brett to the show. Brett, is it Walls and I'm your host. Oh, I hear myself. Nope, it's gone. Myself. It's gone. My bad. Oh, okay, good, good. I just got so, on Facebook. I just got on Facebook last night for the first time ever, and I'm like so excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, <clears throat> man. So, Brett, um, pronounce your last name. I didn't even ask you. Uh oh, are you Weiss, there? W e i s s. If that's what you said, yeah. Yep. Are you there? Yeah. Is it? What? Uh, sorry, you froze up there for a minute. It's what is it? Weiss? Weiss. Weiss. W e i s s. Weiss. Okay. Weiss. So, um, yeah, Brett, you, um, man, you. I've heard a little bit of your story, and I, I'm I'm really excited about about what you're going to share. You know, I created this show to help people have a breakthrough in life. And right now, especially right now, there's a lot of people stuck and I'm sure you've been through lots of ups and downs in life. And, and, you know, um, I'd like to start with where you were born and raised. Whoa. Oh, Phoenix, Arizona, 1971, John C. Lincoln hospital. 19... Actually, no, I lied. Good Sam. If my mom's on, she'll tell me, I think it was good Sam, but no, I was, I was born and raised in, uh, Phoenix back in September 24th, 71. Um, grew up in that area. Uh, family's actually from Ohio. And that's where we got a little connection, Ken. So ah. from Cleveland. I got that, that Browns, Indians, Buckeye you know, feeling that you always have. And uh, But as I said, I, I grew up in Arizona. Uh, born and raised, went to high school there. Went down to school in Tucson. I was a wildcat way back in the day from eight. 89 to 93, spent four of the most uh, amazing years of my life, basically studying a little bit, partying yeah. a lot more, but just I, and, enjoying it. I'd like to clarify one thing. Um, there is no um, Brown's love in my heart. <laughs> uh, what is over? It's nice to know you can see ya. <laughs> yeah. Go Steelers. Oh, oh, that's even worse. You just, you just, you just took this like scissors and like cut my hair that I need to cut. <laughs> Dude, I, have, I, I have two, I have two very close friends from college that are Steelers fans. They would love you. <laughs> uh, I, I, I've been a Steelers fan. I grew up in Central Ohio too, man. And I, I'm like, you, you know, everybody picks either the Bengals or the Browns, and I picked the Steelers. So when I was seven. Yeah, are you a Buckeye fan? That's the big oh question. yeah, dude. Of course, you can't live here without being a Buckeye fan. All right, you're back on the good side of Mr. Weiss, so we're we're good to go. <laughs> yeah, definitely a Buckeye fan. So, so you, but you grew up. You said in Phoenix. I grew up in Phoenix, but my parents and family are all from Cle the Cleveland area. Okay. Um, mom and dad went to Ohio State, so that's where I got my my Buckeye, you know, uh, affiliation and. Uh, a Browns fan, an Indians fan, a Cavaliers fan from way back in the day. I mean, I'm, I'm a sports junkie, no doubt about it. But growing up in Phoenix, I only had the Suns back in the day. We only had NBA. So yeah. that's yeah. where I really got into Cleveland. And Cleveland's a great place. Uh, I don't think it's a mistake by the lake. I think it's a wonderful place for about one month out of the year. But uh, yeah. that's where I got my roots My roots from. My, my mom and dad, again, as I said, were born there. My my grandparents were in businesses there. Uh Dairy Queen, the car wash, when my my father and his brother moved out to Phoenix in early early late sixties, and that's where they started their first business and only business right now, which is the car wash industry. And that's where I kind of soiled, soiled my oats and and got you know put down to levels that you don't want to be, but you got to realize you're no different than anybody else, and you got to work just like everybody else, whether it's washing the tire, cleaning the vacuuming inside. Yeah. putting air fresheners. So I was, you know, from a young age, I was, you know, given the, the molding of, Hey, I'm no different than you. My, right. my blood is red as you, whether you're, you're brown, white, you're this and that. And I, you got to work as hard. Nothing is given to you in life. You know, we're, you know, 
where's, where was my breakthrough? It was probably then when I was a 13-year-old kid, actually a 13-year-old kid, and I used to take the bus a mile and a half to work in Phoenix, Arizona. Back in the day, white kids like me took the bus. It was okay. And um, I would take the bus, and I would go work beside my dad's Hispanic employees in 120-degree weather. Jeez. And I didn't know I didn't know any different. I was no different. Yes, I was the uh, the owner's son, but my dad worked me, grinded me just like everybody else. I got no special treatment. So, you know, That's I think awesome. at that point, yeah, at that point you realize, hey, hard work, a little bit of luck goes a long way, but it's all about hard work and treating people with, you know, you know, a, a smile and a great attitude and just, you know, hey, life is, is not easy, as you know, and yeah. a lot of people know but you got to remember, the sun will come up tomorrow. And if you know, if I get really good with you, I'm going to sing that song from Annie. <laughs> the sun will come up. <laughs> so, so you did you um, did you end up going to college? I did. I went to school down in Arizona. So I was a, a wildcat back in the day. Um, loved it, and we had a huge basketball program there. So I got experience of Final Four my my last year. Uh, we had a good football program at that time. In fact, in '93, we beat uh, we beat Miami in the Fiesta Bowl, and I remember I was on the the next day. I woke up and it was New Year's Eve, and the next day I woke up and my mom wakes me up. She's like, "Brett, Brett, you made the paper." I'm like, "I made the paper." I'm like, "Oh no, what did I do last night?" And she's like, "No." She shows me. So it was me and one of my close friends and another girlfriend. And behind us, there's this banner that says Arizona wins 28 to zero. So it's on the front page of the Arizona Republic. Obviously, this is back in the day when people, uh, you know, read the paper. So yeah. I didn't get in trouble. I was actually on there for the right reasons, rooting on my alma mater. Alma mater, you know, we we spanked. Uh, I think I think Miami was actually number one at that time. So wow, we spanked them twenty eight to zero. So I loved my four years uh, down in Arizona. Um, met some of my closest friends that are still friends, and uh, I wouldn't trade it for the world. You know, I I got an education and. Uh, Learn to, you know, that's that's the first time you're on your own, a lot of people. Yeah. So I was on my own. I had to make my own decisions. I made some good ones. I made some bad ones. But uh, that's when you, you, you learn to to be yourself. And, you know, everybody's got their, their different opinions and likes. And it, it was it was awesome. I will tell you that. I loved Arizona. Um, what, when I was in college, I also was very fortunate to spend three months on a program called Semester at Sea. I'm not sure if you ever heard of that program, if no. you have a child Highly recommended. So, I lived on a cruise ship for ninety days, and I really? traveled the world. Really, I traveled the world with three hundred students th throughout the U.S. I took college level classes, and I uh, we started in Nassau, we went to the Nassau, Venezuela, Brazil, South Africa, Kenya, India, Malaysia, Hong Kong. I flew to Bangkok with fifteen guys. You don't. Well, wow. that that's an off the air story about wow. Bangkok and yeah. and then Japan. So. That was another breakthrough kind of that we talked about is when I was obviously growing up in Arizona, growing up in the U.S., you don't know – we have it good here. I have it, We have it the best in the world, but the yeah. fact that I was able to go experience different cultures and different lives as a 21-year-old, a 20-year-old, was just the eye-opener. It was kind of a breakthrough. I'll be honest, Ken. I mean, I uh, – you know, you went, we went from Venezuela, and the day we left Venezuela is when the first coup happened back in 92. And then we went to South Africa and South Africa back in the day, that's when they had a uh, apartheid going and it was, you would go to the, 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 the rich area and you go to the townships. And if you've ever seen squalor, people have no running water, wow. no electricity. They live like that. But it was, it was situations like that from South Africa to even in India to me, two of my close friends and I flew to Calcutta and we went to Mother Teresa's um, first orphanage. And wow, eye-opening, eye-opening. You know, I, I remember walking on the street to the orphanage, and there was a guy there, no arms, no legs, and he had a can under his chin, chin soup can, begging for money. And guess oh what? He was he didn't know any different. So I wow. was very fortunate to see those things kind of breaks through in certain respects that – Hey, what we have here, you, you can never take for granted because we in the U.S. and with everything that's going on right now, it's it's not good. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not. This is this. Yeah. This is that. It's a bad situation. But you also have to remember, 
we have we have a lot a lot better than majority of the world yeah. and uh, i got experience so, so so after after college um <clears throat> did what what did you get into like you know first i i told you and i i'm going to tell the audience like when we you're like the entrepreneurs entrepreneur i mean you're like you're you're a hustler you 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 make it happen man and and i i, I want to get into that here in a minute but you know let's talk about right after college what did did you go get a job what was your your degree well, in? can i can i step back two seconds because yep. whenever you say you're an entrepreneur of entrepreneurs you are so right at the age of 10 i used to ride my bike a mile and a half Uh-oh, I lost you. And get Yeah, I'm here. Yep, you just froze yep. for a second. I stopped at Dunkin' Donuts and got a dozen donuts, and I'd stop at Walgreens and get orange Tic Tacs. And by the time the bell rang, I had 20 bucks in my pocket. So wow. I, I had no – I didn't know any different. I had a hustle. Then I went to work for my dad's car wash uh, when I was 10 to 14, 16, high school. Uh, you know, so I, I just learned how to hustle and make money. After college, I wasn't ready to join the real world. So what did I do? Well, I decided to go move down to Costa Rica for six months. So I, uh, me and uh, two friends of mine moved down to Costa Rica. I lived with a family. I, I learned uh, Spanish. And I'd planned to be there for a year and a half. But after six, seven months, I got tired of, of living out of a backpack. I'll be honest with you. So came back to the United States. Go wait, ahead. wait, wait. In, in Costa Rica, you lived out of a backpack? Basically, I had a home base in one of the cities from a friend of a friend and that I met. Remember, this is back in the day. There was no internet. There was dial-up you know, dial up phones. You had emails. You got lucky if you got through. So I, a friend of a friend knew some guys that owned a bar down there. So I went down there, never met them, never spoke to them, a couple emails, and ended up, you know, they had a room. So me and my buddies, we, we basically had a, a home base and we just traveled the country. I went wow. to Nicaragua twice. I went down to Panama twice. And, you know, so it was, it was awesome. You know, Costa Rica now and then is it's night and day. I mean, it was, it was back in 94 and it yeah. was a paradise. I mean, now it's wow. built up and that's just the way things are. So I was there for six months, you know, really expounded on my Spanish as well as did a, quite a bit of traveling throughout the country because it, it, it's it's a small country it's only the size of west virginia but the wow. the diversity in the whole country is amazing from black sand beaches to active volcanoes to cloud forests to shell beaches to a rossifarian section to the tico section it's uh, as pauline just said it, it's heaven so wow. i've been down there many times over the years but after six months i you know after my hair got a little bit long and dreadlocks we talked about it earlier yeah. i was like all right, I'm tired. I want to go home. And <laughs> I went and surprised, I surprised my mom for uh, Thanksgiving back in 94 and she didn't expect it. And then I'm home for like three days and I'm like, you know what? I'm not going back to the real world yet. So one of my uncles actually has a home in Snowmass and I called him up. He's like, yeah, come live with me. So I ended up moving over to, to Aspen, become a ski yeah. bum. Wow. Uh, so I lived in Aspen for a year and a half. I worked, I played hard. I worked hard. I lived, worked, you know, three jobs. I lived in a house with eight people. I shared a room. Wow. Uh, I absolutely loved it because I grew up skiing, a, as I said earlier, a sportsman. So it was heaven. And I always wanted to do that. And um, there was two, after a year and a half, there was basically two things that said, all right, Brett, it's maybe time to get up, move on with your life and get a real job. Yeah. Uh, and and one was I uh, was had a little snowboarding accident and I literally, I literally took a stick up the ass. I'm not lying with you. I, I landed. Oh, so hard. <laughs> I landed so hard on a tree stump or a rock that it punctured. It, I basically had a puncture wound in my right buttock and oh. I, I toughed it out. I I tried to work for uh, another six weeks. It was probably early February of '96, uh, uh, but I had to sit. I was a cashier at one of the restaurants on the mountain and I had to sit at sit on a donut the whole time and i i would have done it but i'm like you know after that happened and then after i read the aspen times one day it said billionaires pushing out millionaires i'm like okay i can see myself as a millionaire one day billionaire that takes a lot a lot of luck so yeah. i moved back i moved back to phoenix and uh got into the real world um you know i think you asked me my first job was actually working for a friend of my father's 
uh, we had a, a basically a, it was called Easy Pension. We did, we credited the Easy Benefit Pension Plan for small business owners to put away. His his major business was basically loophole accounting and taxes and plans, and we thought we can go after the small individuals. It worked, but it didn't work. I moved into the recruiting world. I was doing technical recruiting way back in the day when there was no internet. You basically had to search and dial and find lists and stuff. And after about four months of sitting in this chair that was probably from the 1940s, I'm like, I'm out. I can't do this. <laughs> can't, even though I could have made a lot of money, I couldn't see myself sitting in this chair that was from 1940s at this this computer was like a Commodore computer back in the day. Yeah. And just the phone dialing, dialing, Don. That wasn't me. I needed to be in front of people. And uh, I basically said, Mom, Dad, I love you, but I'm going west. So I moved to LA in 97. Did you really? I now, did. Now, yeah. By yourself or what did you? Because it sounds like you traveled no. a lot with your buddies. Yeah, no, actually, my, my sisters who went, my sister who is one of my best friends had just graduated from college. She had moved to uh, Santa Monica, and one of my best buddies from college, actually, Todd Sternberg, they all lived together in Santa Monica. So I lived down the street from them, uh, wow. and uh, Heather and her roommate, Lisa, and my buddy Todd all lived together. I lived down the street, and, you know, what is that? was in 97. It's 2000. I was, geez, 23 years ago. Is that wow. right if I'm doing my math? 2007? Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 1997. 97 is when I moved. Yeah, that'd be 23. Yep. Wow. So, so what'd you do in LA once you got there? Well, you know, my first job actually was working for my cousin. He was a manager of a restaurant, a place called Chin Chin, and I had I got there. He gave me a job. I had to go get spanking brand new white Nike tennis shoes, and I was excited. And after two days, I'm like. Howie, I appreciate the opportunity, but I got a re- I got a I got a real job. So I ended up going to work for a company called Future Electronics. I was uh, selling computer components, computer hardware, wow, uh, memory chips, keyboard, yeah. all that stuff back in the day. And uh, hey, what's up, Mister Benson? There's Zach. <laughs> what's up, Zach? So uh, I, I did that for three years. I ended up becoming man- becoming a, the manager of the West Coast region. I was actually the first uh, person to hit a million dollars in sales. And once I did it once, I ended up doing it like 16 months in a row. And wow. uh, yeah, it was awesome. You know, I ended up, uh, I lived in Hermosa Beach at that time. So I moved from Santa Monica to Hermosa Beach. I used to commute out to the the City of Industry. If people who are on this call know uh, LA, but City of Industry is 626. Uh, a lot of the technology and computer companies were based out there. And um, a lot of it was run by, uh, you know, Asian people, which uh, I love and, and, and adore. And they let this this little white Jewish kid get in. And I it wasn't because of any of that. It was because I knew how to connect with people. I knew how to make them smile and make them feel, you know, you know, important. And that's yeah. really what life is about. It really so. is, isn't it? Yep. It, yep. it really is. Yep. It is. It That's it's all it is. It's very simple. You know, uh, I've got a 13-year-old daughter, Ken, and, you know, I, I've taught her and her mom has as well from a young age. There's there's like 13 things in life, and I'm going to keep four words out of them. We'll keep for another day, which I think you and I spoke about. But there's like nine words that everybody should use in their vocabulary that I truly believe will make you a better person and make get you the next day. And it's very simple. It's please, hello, thank you, goodbye, you're welcome, and I love you. Those are Those are words that we use on a daily basis. And it's even better when you look at them, somebody in the face and eye to eye. You know, I yep. said my daughter's 13, but when she was six, she would say please and thank you to people. And they'd like look at me and say, did that little girl just say that? I said, yeah, she doesn't know any different. It's very easy. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's so awesome. Uh, yeah. Ra- raising children with good manners and good habits is, is, is important. It's very important. And, and I've, uh, I've actually been a single father with, since uh, my daughter Kendi was two and her mom and I have done a phenomenal job. I mean, I remember when, you know, she was eight or nine years old and we would go to uh, parent teacher conferences and we'd, at the end we'd say, Hey, or, or even when we first meet the teacher, we say, Hey, do you mind if you send Kendi home with two sets of papers? Or they'd say, wow. well, why? We're separated. They're like, really? So 
kudos to her mom, kudos to myself is, you know, it was no different. It's just part of life. You know, she had no, no different. I try to make it like we lived together, but we didn't. So it's all about raising a, raising a child, a dog, you know, a kid the right way. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. So, so you, what, so what, where did you go from there? So you love this. So in 2000, I'm uh, over, I was dating uh, my, my sister's ex uh, roommate. I was over visiting her in Spain. And as I'm in Spain for a week, two weeks, I get a call from my inside sales rep and she says, Hey, do yourself a favor. Stay there. I'm like, what? Stay there. Uh Yeah. They just closed our division, but everybody's getting six months severance. I'm like, bonus. Wow. Spain for another three weeks. My, my, uh, in early two or about June of 2000, we we're all living in LA, me, her, and my sister. I basically packed up my forerunner and did a 60 day road trip. Went, you know, started in LA and went all the way up to, you know, Canada through Oregon and Glacier Bay and Glacier and all this stuff and back through, down through Salt Lake and all this stuff. So we did like a 60 day road trip and we ended up back in San Diego. So I moved to San Diego back in 2000 and uh, that's where I am currently. And, you know, it, it's, it's heaven. It's heaven. Uh, first job when I got back to San Diego was getting into uh, the holographic industry. I worked for a company called Hollow Webs. Very some of your credit card. You know, there's a little hologram on the front. Yeah. I met a gentleman, Dan Lieberman, who had started a base. He was based in uh, Mexico City, started a division up here. So I kind of helped him run the company, um, brought in another good friend of mine to help me run it. This gentleman, D. Sarbach, who lives in Costa right now. I'm a little bit of an adventure, Colleen. <laughs> I don't have a choice. You got to live life to the fullest, you know? Right. Um, so I, uh, I helped Dan run this company. Unfortunately, ran out of money in, I think, 2001, 2002. But I had made a lot of relationships. And I'm like, I, I can't, you know, do I start fresh somewhere else or I keep doing what I'm doing? So I basically started my own company, BD Marketing which stood for Brett and D. Neither of us are creative. We're like, hey, let's come with the company. Your first name, my first name, marketing. Sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it works. So we actually sold millions and millions of kids stickers. So, you know, when you go into a grocery store, uh, there's those vending machines and they not back in the day, there's a lot of them. You put a quarter in, you get a bouncing ball, a tattoo, a sticker. All the stickers that had a hologram on it, a holographic shiny background, I made probably 85% of those way back in the day. I was essentially a broker. I had an wow. end user who I, I had the customer who made, who came with the designs. I was the middleman. I had the printer. I facilitated everything. So I didn't, you know, I hustled. I had no other way. How am I going to make money? And, you know, it's like right now, you know, I feel for a lot of people, what are we going to do next? Yeah. Hustle, figure it out. There's always opportunity, whether it's a good time or a bad time. You gotta figure it out and take risk and chances. I'm yeah. fortunate. I can. I will. I always have. It's uh, it, it comes down to me. I control my destiny, just like you control your destiny, Ken. Yeah. I don't want to rely on somebody else to give me a paycheck. End of story. I never have. Yes, I worked for people for about five years of my career, but yeah. after that, I'm like, uh-uh, no more. It's up to me. I want to eat. I'm going to make sure I eat. Not, not because that CEO decided he doesn't want to pay us anymore. I'm the one that's feeding myself. Dude, that uh, I, I can so relate to that, man. I I think that, um, I, what's important for, uh, for me and for, I think the, the audience is, is that you weren't, you weren't handed like you, you, I'm sure you went through the times of being broke, of of you know, struggling, not being yes. able to make it. Oh, I, was, I was never, yeah. You know, again, I was fortunate to grow up with the family I grew up with and yeah. who they are, and I could, yeah, could I have whatever I wanted? Of course, but I was never handed it on a silver plate. My father, you know, again, I started working at the age of twelve. Yep. I worked at the car wash. I yep. worked from the age of twelve till now. I've never taken off. After I graduated from my college, my dad's like, all right, you're done. We just pay for your education. Wow. Whatever you want to do, good luck, go. So I worked for six months after I graduated, and then I moved down to Costa Rica, and then I moved to Aspen. Well, that was it. You know, yeah, 
have I, if I needed some help, my parents were always there, but I was, it was up to me. I had no choice right. but to make a decision. And I even went into, you know, back in 2005, I got into the restaurant business and I worked a hundred hours a week. I made $2,500 a, a, a month. I live paycheck to paycheck. I wasn't just giving it. And I knew if I worked my butt off and had a little bit of luck that at some point I get to where I want and be successful. You yeah. know, you got to take, as, as Nancy said, now is Nancy um, related to you? No, I'm only kidding. No, <laughs> <laughs> no wow. you know, you got to take responsibility and that's what I've always done. So yes, I have, yes, I had a lot, Ken, don't get me wrong. I'm very fortunate, Yeah. but I also worked my butt off from day one. And even now, you know, I don't take off. I mean, my friends and, and, and customers and family, like, this thing right here, I hate it. I hate this phone. You want to know why? Because it's always binging, buzzing. It's always that. And you know what I do? I respond and I don't care what time it is because that's just who I am. My daughter always asked me, dad, why do you work so hard? I said, because I don't know any better. That's yeah. how Papa did. That's how my, your uncle Jerry did. I don't know any better. That's just who I am. I don't. Yeah. yeah. Don't get me wrong. There'll be days I'll be cruising for seven, eight hours, maybe take a full day off. Yeah. But if you want something, you got to go get it. You can't wait for somebody to say, here you go. Good luck. Yeah, that's right. I, and and generally, when it's handed to you, you don't appreciate it as much anyway. So nope, not at all. <clears throat> that's not why all. why most lottery winners are broke within a year or two. So yeah, yeah. You know, they they have no they, once once you work your face off for it to you, you learn how to appreciate it. So exactly. so you're you're in San Diego, which by the way, I've been to San Diego one time. Um, actually Zach, Zach, that's where I met Zach was in San Diego because we were both there at a conference, um, where he spoke and we were both influencer judges at this uh, thing with Tamara Thompson. So, yeah. um, was, it was awesome. So, <clears throat> um, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful area. Heaven. It's so nice. I mean, I, you know, I, people ask, how do you, how do you afford to live there? And I, you know what I tell them? It's a price I pay to live in paradise. And I just got to work a little bit harder because I don't yeah. want to, you know, we're, we have sunshine pretty much, you know, 300 days a year. And I, I drive to work or I, I could drive the coast. I have the coast. I have the mountains. Yeah. I'm close to Arizona, this and that. It's, it's, it's a nice way of life. I mean, people are very outdoorsy. They're very healthy. A lot of people smile. Don't yeah. get me wrong. There's a lot of stuff that I don't like about San Diego. You know, there's, there's a lot of traffic. There's yeah. too many people. Yeah. But this is where I've, I've put my laid my my uh, feet down for the last twenty years, and I'll be here for another seven eight years until my daughter goes into college. And as I told her, I said, as soon as you hit college, Kennedy, you'll be visiting your dad and dad in some foreign country on spring <laughs> break, summer vacation. I love you. Eighteen years, I'll give you whatever you need. I'll yeah. continue, but you know I'm staying here now. But I'm going I'm going far away as soon as you're in college. You're not going to want me. You're going to want to do your thing. That's right. So so. So eventually, um, you got into, and I, I just got to bring this up. So yep. you sent me, I'm going to show people, you sent me this stuff, premium yes. hemp stuff and more hemp stuff, muscle gel <laughs> and, and uh, elderberry drops in CBD and like, I all mine too. look at that, yep face masks for my wife and a pain patch for like you said all this stuff and it's cbd based now i want to bring that up because um i don't know anything about cbd um i'm a recovered alcoholic with 17 and a half years sober and i haven't had a drug or a mind or a mood altering drug or a drop of alcohol in those 17 and a half years so yeah. every time somebody has said CBD, you got to get CBD, man. You got to use CBD. I think, dude, I'm not doing weed, man. That's like, that's well, not my thing. I can't. Yeah. So, you know, I'm glad you brought up that point. So backtrack 2013, I got into another business. I got into the electronic cigarette business Okay. and a lot of my customers were in recovery. Colleen, I think we're going to be friends, you know, we'll yeah. give you the end of the day. <laughs> Um, so in 2013, I opened, I got into the electronic cigarette business in 2014, Ken, I actually started selling CBD. I sold a vape additive that you added to your e-liquid 
Okay. And um, I remember because a lot of the people in the vape world were in recovery. Okay. And they were so against CBD. No, it's going to get you high. It's going to get you addicted. And I, you know, I preached and I, I taught that CBD will not get you high. So in, in the marijuana plant, you or the industrial hemp plant, you have two molecules. You have CBD, which is the medical property, and you have THC, which is a psychoactive property. Right. So fast forward to 2018 is when I started my my next company, uh, Caboella Group, which was uh, has a couple different brands: Smile and Wellness, Odyssey, Campfire Provisions, and uh, really got going. So CBD doesn't get you high. It's a medical miracle. It's grown in the ground. It's got, you know, some has, you know, there, there are different types of CBD products out there, Ken. The current one that we gave you is called a broad spectrum, which means there's zero THC. Zero. Detectable, uh, full zero. So everything you have there is zero. So I can't promise you that it will work, but if you do, you'll definitely smile and you won't get addicted. <laughs> I smile a lot, dude. Yeah. I mean, I, you do, and I love it. And Colleen said, so it, it helps. It really does from stress, anxiety, um, you know, muscle ache, fatigue. Uh, you know, you've probably heard of the, the company Charlotte's web. Uh, Charlotte's web really was the first company years ago to come into basically out into the national public with a CBD product that Colleen, make sure you send Ken and me your address. I'm sending you a t-shirt and a, and it's something that's going to make you smile too. So that's awesome. Um, you know, a good friend of mine. She's yeah. awesome. Is she okay? You didn't pay her to. You didn't pay her to post all this stuff, did you? No, I had no idea she uses CBD. So good. Well, okay, Colleen, you need to talk to Ken. So it it doesn't get you addicted, Ken. Your body. So here's the other thing: most people don't know. When you were born, your body has cannabinoids inherently. You have what's called a CB1 and a CB2 receptor. So you're born with basically cannabinoids in your system. They just don't work. So this, the the uh, what I tell people is very similar when you wake up in the morning, you have a cup of coffee. Take a cup of coffee, you have a little stimulant, it gets to go. CBD, it's like if you use the tincture or you use one of the roll-ons or a face mask. What it's doing is saying, all right, CB1, CB2 receptors, go to work, do your job. Wow, we're, we're, we're twinsies today. I like that. Well, dude, what? so what is this? I'm going to open it up. This is, this is a tincture. So these tinctures, these are all made with natural organic ingredients. I don't know. I, I may have sent you a thousand milligrams. So they come in different strengths. You did. Okay. So this is a tincture that's good for stress, anxiety during your day or even at nighttime. I've got a couple people that take a full dropper full before they go to bed and they sleep like a baby. What do you and do with it? You, you just... Put it in your mouth. I mean, do you really want me to show you how it's done? I will. Yes. You basically take it, twist it off. We got our you know childproof cap. We got our uh, plastic wrapping. There's a born a, a date on there, and this is amazing. It's all made with organic and natural flavoring. And uh, that's you put it. Your you put it on your tongue. You let it dissolve. It tastes so good that I take two or three, and that's it. It's that simple. You take two or three at a time? I do, but you know, it depends. It's a thousand milligrams. So everybody's body, it, God, Colleen, you're the best. Everybody's body is different, your body composition. So what I tell, what works for you, Ken, might, might not work for me, vice versa. So, so I've got CBD dog treats, Nancy. No doubt about it. Oh my God. So look at this. Colleen, Colleen, it's his. It's his brand. Smiling. My brand. Smiling Wellness. He owns the company. You own the company, right? Um, babe, yeah, I own the company. I <laughs> do. <laughs> uh, it's one of three companies. I, my, my parent company is Cabo Ella Group. And then I have three brands under them, Smiling Wellness, S-M-I-L-Y-N, wellness.com is one of the, the websites. The other one is Odyssey Life, O-D-I-S-E-A. Oh, we are connecting, Colleen. There's no <laughs> if, ands, or buts. Uh, Odyssey Life, O-D-I-S-E-A, life.com. And then I actually just started another brand called campfireprovisionsco.com. And I'll text that to you later, Ken. That is a... Uh, CBD pre-rolls. 
So they're basically joints with with there are very low levels of THC, so I don't recommend it to you. Yeah. It doesn't get you high. It's mostly CBD, CBD flower. Yeah. So those are my three companies that I'm currently, you know, running on a day to day basis there with a bunch of other ideas that keep flowing through my head. I mean, I'm actually going to start a podcast and guess who's going to be my first uh, guest? Colleen. No, you, <laughs> you, Mr. Wallace. <laughs> I'm down, dude. I'm down. And I'm I will, if, if you're telling me there's no THC in this. There is zero THC in there. I have lab reports on my website that will show you. So we get everything third-party lab tested. Okay. Because people want to know what's in there. Yeah. So Does it taste good? Oh, come on. Do birds fly? <laughs> well, not all. Penguins not all. don't. Good answer. No, it does. Our stuff tastes probably, Colleen... Colleen, actually, if you could answer me a question, what what brand of CBD do you use, and does it taste good? Ken, mine is the best. I'm I'm not just saying that. I know it is. It's so good. You just want to drink the whole bottle. Really? It's it's that good. It's all made with organic and natural flavorings. A lot of a lot of ones aren't. Why don't you just do it on air right now? Come on. I'm, I'm going to right now, dude. Yeah, so just put a, a, a dropper under your tongue and you tell me what it tastes like. So I've got my, hey, my wife, my wife is on here too. Babe, you're gonna watch me get high for the first time in 17 and a half years. Is Jill your wife? She is, yeah. Hi, Jill. Nice to meet you. I, I and I gotta convince her to try these face masks, dude. What what are these Whoa. face masks? What are they gonna do for her? What the well, she might leave you when she puts them on, Ken. Whoa, dude. All right, I'm getting rid of the face masks. No, they, they moisturize, they hydrate, they just make, make your skin so soft and pretty. I even use them. I love them. They're great for just day, daily nu nutrients and, and this. They're also great for if you get a sunburn or a, a freezer burn. Talk to me. I mean, it, it, it tastes like oranges. Duh. It's good. And Colleen yeah. says, Colleen says CTFO. That's kind of, that's kind of like a UTFO, which is an old rap band. So I have no idea who CTFO is. Oh, but well, Colleen, you know, Brett, there's a lot of, um, there are, I know, well, I don't know if there's a lot. I know that that does taste good by the way. Yeah. And all of a sudden I'm craving a bag of potato chips. <laughs> All in your head. <laughs> Make sure they're laced potato chips. Barbecue is my favorite. I'm kidding. So kidding. I, that's my very first time ever using CBD, and I did it because of you, dude. Well, so, I, I appreciate it. so, so, and I, hey, I mean, I guess I need to know: Is there somebody else there that wants to be on the show or something? <laughs> Um, no, no she, come, come, no. <laughs> she, no, no. <laughs> he doesn't want to. <laughs> so, so Colleen says she's looking for a new brand and you'll have, you, I, you guys, I'll connect you guys after this. We'll do, uh, I'll send you guys a group chat. So, um, yeah, so, so let, let, so you started doing this stuff back in, uh, um, 2018 started this company. 2018. What is yeah. my wife said? What is that for? I don't know what. What's the, the tincture what, that what? you just took is great for stress and anxiety. Oh. Also help you if if you have problems sleeping at night. Oh. And if you go to our website, um, we have a blog with a lot of education, which is that that girl that wouldn't say hi in the background. Okay. Um, we've done some amazing education. That's really where I've tried to put my my. Uh, foot forward can is an education process. There's a lot of companies out there, tons of companies out there that claim this, claim that what you see is what you get third parties. And we're educating. I mean, we have blogs on Parkinson's. We have blogs on CBD and athletes. We have blogs on how it helps COVID right now. And Nancy uses it for sleep. So there's, I want to educate the public as much as possible. And I do that on a daily basis. And our website has some great information. I can only, I can only uh, give uh, many thanks out to this girl that won't be on camera right next to me. So I can give you a testimonial. Yeah, she can even give me a testimonial. Tell her she's Come not, here. Hey, she's not allowed to talk if she doesn't show herself. I've been working out, so that's why I didn't want to be on camera. But I will say. Ken, meet Brandy. Brandy, meet Ken. Hey, Brandy. Hi. Nice to meet you. 
So nice to meet you. Um, I will say before I met this guy, um, this is my personal testimonial and my um, experience with CBD in general, is uh, I have a mother who has struggled with Parkinson's for 10 years. Yeah. And she was on every kind of uh, medication that you can imagine for anxiety and antidepressant. She was on Xanax, uh, made it her loopy. She like fell over even from it, even taking a quarter of a pill, this kind of thing. Um, the problem was is that she was not functioning from these medications. And we stopped all of them cold turkey at, the doctors didn't advise us doing that, but we stopped them cold turkey and started to ride on CBD. Yeah. And we gave her proactively. So we gave her um, uh, a pill because she couldn't stand the taste of the brand that we were using before. It was very weedy, was very heavy serum. And um, so we would put it in a capsule and then she would take it instead of putting it under her tongue. And then we would do that proactively three times a day. So morning, noon, and night. Wow. And, and my mom was able to become more social. So it would literally get rid of her social anxieties and it would make it so that she could go out in public and we could have, I have a group of people here, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so it literally saved us in a way that um, allowed my parents to have a dinner together from time to time. So instead of, I mean, when she was on Xanax, there was no way they could go out to dinner. You know what I mean? Wow. On the scene was able to function. She didn't wow. feel groggy or upset or, you know, these types of other things that were along with the side effects with those heavy meds. And so then when I met uh, with Brett and he started to show me the, the flavors and stuff that they have for the tinctures, it made a world of difference. So we could give it to her at any time. She enjoyed the taste of it. And so it was just kind of the added bonus for us on that. And, end. It, and it helped with her Parkinson's? Oh, absolutely. Really? My, father will contest to it day in and day out. She's dealt with it for 10 years. It's the first, we've done every kind of prescribed medication. We've seen every specialist. She goes to a, a Parkinson's um, uh, research institute in Chicago. And we tell them that we give her CBD. And she has basically has said, um, you know, they don't tell us to not take her off of it uh, because it's also very taboo. I mean, I'm coming from a very closed-minded uh how do I say yeah. <laughs> Midwestern mentality. And it was, you know, very taboo for them to consider anything like CBD. And uh, wow. my father's, my father, he, he uses the roll-ons now himself. And he's like, there's nothing better for us. The, and the roll-on that I have, I have that. Right? Yeah, hot, yeah, you have hot and cold. Yep. That's yeah. the, that's the hot. This is the cold. It's kind of like icy hot. You make oh. sure you, if, you yeah, make sure you open it up. When you open it up, Ken, there's actually a, you know, there's actually a, a seal on the top of it. I've had many oh. people take it out and say, oh, this doesn't work. I'm like, have you taken the seal off? How do, so, you, how do you do that? Um, where's your wife? Is she there? She can help you do that stuff. <laughs> hey. Oh, you mean, yeah, you take it off and then basically, you know, you feed it in the top. So it's great for aches and pains and inflammation. It's great for arthritis, Jill. Really? No doubt about it. Yes. Yep, I have people that, you know, basically their hands are like these. They use it. I'm not going to say they're going to like this, but it definitely helps with arthritis and chronic pain on any part of the body. No way, dude. Is And is it instant or is it, is it? Um... The hot one is instant. You definitely feel it coming on right away. The cold one is more of an icy hot, icy type of feeling. But it, just like Brandy said, her father uses it. He's got bad knees. Yeah, he after a knee surgery, he started using it as part of his recovery, and it's it's helped him. Wow! So it's uh yeah. So we, but again, we, it, coming from a mentality of we will never touch anything like that, that is not something that we would even consider. To now, this is the best thing that we could ever um, uh, apply to our daily regimen. And there is no THC in this. Can you spell Z E R O zero? <laughs> I, do I do I sound like? Somebody, I'm here. Yeah. hey, nice meeting no. you. Do I sound like somebody that has stayed away from it out of that fear? Because look, here's yeah. why, dude. Yeah. I take my sobriety more serious than anything else in life. And and yeah, I oh, that is amazing. I would never do anything to put anybody at you know harm's way to go back to where they were because it's it's a very serious disease. And that's why I went towards. Yes, my mom. We'll get one for your mom. That's why. I went towards the broad spectrum, which is zero THC. Even though there is very low levels of THC in the other products, I don't want you 
your mind plays tricks on you, Ken. The mind controls everything. So if yep. you know this has THC and that doesn't, even though this one may not get you addicted, I don't even want to put that in your mind. Right, right. So right. I have, as I said, you know, I've in all my groups, you know, you could ask some people. I have I have many people just like yourself that are in recovery that swear by it and haven't and hasn't allowed them to want to go pick up a bottle, you know, a drink or a joint right. or something like this. So I, you know, I can attest to that. You can do your own research. It's, you know, it's basically a lack of education. A lot of people just don't know. CBD has really just come to the forefront. I mean, when I hear perfect example, when I got started 18 months ago in the CBD space, there's maybe 3,000 companies. Now, what there, the, what's you know, your hey? What's your website, real quick? I'm gonna throw it up on the screen. Uh, www.smilinwellness.com. S M I L Y N Wellness.com. Wellness.com. Yeah. So, um, right there, smilingwellness.com. Yep. And and you created a code for anybody on here um, <clears throat> that would like to get. You've got this code if they use walls 30 i have that, that code and actually yeah no actually today they'll see if they go to my website we actually have a and i should have thought about this they have a code for 40 percent off called who 40 i called yeah, I'm, what? I'm dr seuss come on shoot me i'm a dr seuss fan what's it called who 40 who 40 what we actually did ken for the month of april is we donate we gave a 40 percent coupon code and we're donating 10 10 percent back of monthly proceeds to the, the who organization, which and, something and, like, you know, that's one of the things I've noted about you. I've, <clears throat> excuse me. I've stalked your Facebook page a lot. You are very giving. You do a lot of stuff for charity, man. A lot. Oh, that a lot. That, I, I appreciate it. You know, and that's, and I, that means more than anything else. I don't want, you know, something back in return. I want a thank you. Um, but I will continue to do it. That's all I've ever done my whole life. I've been fortunate. And even when I'm less fortunate, I will still do it. I'm that guy when I'm driving down the road and I pull up to a stop sign, and there's a guy holding a sign for five bucks or he, I'm hungry. I'll give him what I can. Yeah. Just what I do. I love it. That, you know, part of my French that gets me off. I love yeah. to make yeah people smile. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but I can get it. I'm, I can do that. I'm able to, I'm fortunate. I I've done it since I was a young kid. I'll do it till the day I die is wow. I like to help people. I like to give back because you never know that one person who you help, you don't know what that's going to do. That's going to change their world. I mean, I'll, I'll give you a quick story. Cause I know you're, you're getting excited. You want to go eat some more potato chips. No, um, I'm, I, yeah, I'm, I'm just like, I don't feel anything, honestly. No, but it's not. See, here's the other thing about CBD. It's not like you're going to feel an instant, like, oh my god, I'm going to go run a marathon, or I'm going to jump, jump a, be able to dunk a basketball. Yeah. It's about it's with CBD and anything in life, uh, Ken. It's about consistency. Yeah. So you got to do a daily regimen. So yes, do some people feel a, a quick onset of the product? A hundred percent. Do other people? It takes a couple of times. Hundred percent. Does other people? You got to do it two or three weeks. Yeah, it's all everybody's body composition is different. I mean, from what I know about you, you're cool, calm and collected, you know? So yeah, you know, you're, are you the prototypical candidate? No, maybe, maybe yes. But are you have ailments? You have, can you sleep at night? Maybe you're up all night. So there's different times that will probably work. I'm smiling ear to ear. You've been, you found the most amazing company, Colleen, and I'm always uh, available. <laughs> that's awesome. So, so you're yeah, going to tell a story. <clears throat> Uh, the sto oh, the story about helping people out. So about two and a half years ago, I was taking my daughter, and we always stop by Starbucks in the morning. She sucks me into it. And it was raining here in San Diego. And uh, as we're pulling out to, um, to go to school, I saw this guy sitting on the, the, the corner. Shoes. He had holes in his shoes. He had a T-shirt on. He was freezing. And people just kept driving by, kept driving by, kept driving by. I'm like, I drove by, and I, I'm like, hey, do me a favor. I'll be right back going to Starbucks. So I took Kennedy and myself home. We went home. I go grab, I grabbed about four or five jackets, a couple pairs of shoes and we pulled back up. And I remember I said, Kennedy, go get him. So she knocked on the, he was in Starbucks and it was busy. She knocked on the door. He came out and the guy just looked at me with these eyes and this grin is like, why are you doing this for me? And I said, because I can. So wow. I just doing that. I, he's like, but nobody does this. I said, well, I do. 
I mean, people do that. There are good people out there have good hearts that will help others. And I don't know what's happened to the guy, but if I could, that if I made him, you know, give if I gave him hope for just one day, one hour, one minute, who knows where that takes somebody? And that's what I like to do. Back to the whole giving thing. That's just who I am. You know, that's I awesome. won't change, I won't change it. Just what I do for the month of May. I'm going to be actually finding local San Diego companies and helping give back. You know, so thanks, Jill. Appreciate it. So smilingwellness.com, use the coupon code WHO40 for a 40% yep. off discount. Today, and then then you can use Walls30 for the rest of the month of May. Wow. It's not even May yet, dude. I know, that's tomorrow. So let's, <laughs> April showers brings May Walls. <laughs> that's awesome. Man, that is so awesome. Dude, you are, I told you, like we started talking about all the stuff that you do before we went yeah. live. And I was like, you, you're my, you're my new favorite person, man. And not because of all the stuff you do, but because of all the stuff that you do, you're a real entrepreneur, man. You're making it happen. And not just for yourself financially. I know you're doing well financially. I'm talking about for the rest of the world, you're doing good stuff, man. I love it. I do. And I appreciate it. Um, thanks, Mr. Benson, for hooking me up with Mr. Walls. You know, yeah, Zach, you yeah I mean, you know, one thing, Ken, that I, I can unequivocally tell you that will, you know, it's not he who dies with the most money. It's he who dies with the most friends. And I, I have a good feeling we'll be, uh, we'll be friends for quite some time. You know, when you connect with somebody and you, they make you yeah. smile and vice versa. So that's what life is about. You know, you never know who you're going to connect with and where it's going to take you. You know, don't expect yes, hey, just, I, I now I now have a good reason to come back to San Diego. Hundred percent. You have more than you're more than welcome. You and Jill can stay at my house anytime. That's awesome, man. You rock, dude. Thank you so much for coming on and and having. Is it Brandy? Is that her name, Brandy? Brandy. Yes, yeah, she Brandy. actually does. Uh, yeah, she does some of my other stuff. But yeah, she was uh, in the back. This is the first time she got on camera, so That's I, awesome. I, owe you, I owe you for that as well. So um, yeah, anything, anything you guys need, Colleen, please reach out to me, Jill. Hopefully, I'll get to meet you one day. Yeah, and uh, I'm gonna leave it at this, Ken. Go Browns and keep smiling. <laughs> Go Steelers. <laughs> Take care, my friend. Have a good week. Hey, dude. Thank you. Don't hang up on me yet. Okay, I will end the live stream. Thank you, guys. Colleen, I will connect you with Brett. Um, and I will talk to you guys later. Thanks so much.